The following podcast contains adult themes, adult humour, and particularly adult language. It is not intended for children. So on a previous instalment of Ground Level Pod, we asked our listeners to send in pictures of Lofty's foot, for which there would be a prize, and the prize would be even bigger if they could include a topic from the podcast, specifically Zombievers. Well, I'm pleased to announce that we actually have a winner. To be fair, we only had one person send in a picture, but she did, and it's a fabulous image of Lofty's foot being gnawed at by Zombievers. And the prize goes to Agatha Gomez. Well done, Agatha. Thank you for taking the time to draw pictures during your meeting when you should have been paying attention to your bosses. Uh, we will put the image on our Facebook page for everybody to see. Uh, moving on, Lofty. Dear Ground Level Pod, on a recent Ground Level Podcast, sixteen number 16 to be precise, when everyone was talking about Lofty's new dwelling in Berkhamstead, you were all in agreement that you liked using the word Burke. I haven't Googled this, but I believe Burke is rhyming slang for the C word, abbreviated from Burkish Hunt. <laughs> Have any of you used the word in conversation that you thought meant something else? I once told the whole of assembly that Jimmy Savile was a jockey. No one told me that there was such a thing as a disc jockey. Regards, Jay from Surrey. We can talk about that on the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Not this one. You reckon? Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, all right. Yeah. You're listening to the Ground Level Podcast with Dennis Jose Francois. Hello. Dan Collicott. Hi. Brownie. Hello. And me, Lofty. This is the discussion show for the rest of us. The one where we look at everyday problems suffered by everyday people and try to come up with a few solutions. Well, speaking on behalf of me and Lofty. Yeah, well, we have, fine, we, we have both got a tickle in our throat I have, today. I have. But um, can I just say, what you don't have is a tickle in your foot. Welcome back. Yes, I am here. It's nice I'm to here. see you, Lofty. It's nice to see you yeah, too. Yeah, back Thank in fresh. So no more virtual Lofty. No. no. We nearly had a virtual Dan. So what's wrong with Dan? Dan has got a stinking cold. He's phoned in <coughs> sick. Bowler. Uh, yeah, he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's phoned in sick. He said he was going to Skype in, but he sounds rubbish. Um, but, I, you know, that's what you get for going on yet another holiday. Where's he been? He's been in Bulgaria for a week, and he was in Amsterdam this week. What? And he claims he never goes cold. away that much. Yeah, you know he always right? says. Yeah, so he's been Amsterdam yeah. cold. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so what's been on your mind, Lofty? Uh, the correlation between easy jobs and stupid people. Okay, tell us. You, I, I believe you've worked out a formula yeah. for this. Well, no, the formula didn't really make any sense. I'm just going to skip that. The, <laughs> uh, I just just got really, really annoyed at the pharmacy. Because I went in there and I'm basically taking taking some pills for for something or other, and um, it, they're quite hard to get hold of, and um, I didn't know that. I just went into the pharmacy, gave them the uh, prescription, and she said, "Yes, come back tomorrow." And tomorrow was Friday. I couldn't have done that because I was at work, so I had to wait and go in on Saturday. Go back in on Saturday. Hmm. Sorry, sir. They're quite hard to get hold of. Why not tell me that in the first place? Like. Is this you your know, local chemist? Yeah, but there's, there, there's about as many chemists are in Berkhamsted as there are estate agents. There's about oh, really? 100 chemists. <laughs> yeah, not sick people in Berkhamsted. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was just a bit annoying, really. Um, and I, I see it quite a lot. And I think, I don't know whether it's that they... I, I just don't know. I think it's because they're in a job where maybe they have the potential to do something else and they've kind of given up. And they just don't do their job properly. I don't know what it is. So they're not they're not going that extra mile where they it's should have said. Let me just check. No, it's just. Like I would have if I if I knew that 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 prescription or that drug was hard to get, 
then I would have made sure that there was a list of stuff that is difficult to get. Yeah. And yeah. I would have waited that extra minute to be told. And instead, yeah. I had to go in on Saturday and wait for about an hour while they figured out what, where yes. they could get it from and how they were going to get it to So me. would you have been happy if she had said, we'll, ha- we'll try and have that for you tomorrow, sir, but you should know it's quite hard to get yeah. and you might be disappointed? Yeah. I think that's that fair would enough. have been easier. Yeah. Could, yeah. And did, did they not recommend another pharmacy... No, because I, cause I, I said that. I said, you know, if you told me that in the first place, and the guy said, no, 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 it would have been all of the same in Berkhamstead. We get that drug from all of the same suppliers. I'm like, well, you're calling up someone down the road if they've got any. <laughs> so yeah. uh, that's a lie. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah, it just winds me up a little well, bit. Well, at my work, there are a few people who, when I ask them to do something, they sometimes the answer back is, well, do you think you could do, can you do it yourself? <laughs> And I'm like, first of all, number one, as your supervisor, no. <laughs> number two, if I could, I would have done it myself. I wouldn't <laughs> be asking you. So yeah. that annoys me a little bit because they're, they're, you know, the answer is, it wouldn't it be easier if you just did it yourself? Mm. Or how about if I told you what to do and you do it? Yeah, and that, like, com- that kind of comes back to the can't be bothered yeah. attitude. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. See, I'm the sort of person that if someone asks me to do something... Even if I kind of think, well, that might not, that's a little bit outside of my job, I'll take it on and then I'll take more on and more on and more on. And then from that, I think, well, in order to do that bit of my job, I just need to go and check that, which then takes me down a complete tangent away from the actual job that I'm supposed to be doing. And then end up with a pile of stuff with then my line manager saying, what are you doing all this stuff for? This should be that person's, that person's, that person's. Yeah. But I think people just know that I'll go, okay, I'll do it. So you like okay. to take stuff on yourself? Yeah, well, I think it's more of a, it. a control freakish thing because I need yeah. to know that it's all been done. Yeah, right. I'm definitely mm-hmm. like that. I'm like that at work for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. See, on the subject of people not doing their jobs properly, I think the biggest culprit right now are bus drivers. So okay. my mum has spent a good portion this week in A and E because she got oh. on the bus and the bus driver just pulled off before she sat down and she oh. fell over. She's covered in bruises, smacked the head, had a concussion, etc., yeah. etc. Et sure. Right? Uh, well, she is now. I mean, she did have a delayed concussion and stuff. She's got like, massive bruises, like, you know, yeah. it's hard to describe how big they are, like the size of a, okay. for want of a better size, of size of an iPhone yeah. <laughs> on it, you know, that. And um, and that, I wonder, you know, you see that with bus drivers, they just like, they don't, they'll see someone running for a bus mm. and they just pull away or the doors close and they drive yeah. off. Or, as happened the other morning, the bus was absolutely packed and they were still letting people on mm. when clearly there's no room on the bus yeah. or they were letting, you know, it's just, you think, don't they get training anymore? I, I don't understand. Well, or do they just not profit? Is it maybe that people aren't paid enough? I don't know. Yeah, but still no. But, like but their jobs are unionised, right? So they yeah. get paid. It's not like they've been argued down in salary. They get paid whatever the going yeah. rate yeah, is yeah, for yeah. a bus driver. Right? <clears throat> yeah. So whatever you get paid, surely take some pride in whatever you do and do it right. Well, I don't think people do that anymore. I really? think that's the problem. Well, I think it's cultural because I noticed when I lived in Japan, for instance, like the train drivers and bus drivers and taxi drivers, they take their jobs deadly serious. Yeah. Like you'd have a guy who's, who's a parking attendant whose job it is, they call this the invisible unemployed in Japan, where he's like a 65-year-old guy and rather than be unemployed and he's not retired, mm. they just give him some... Uh, some meaningless job where he just stands in a parking lot and when someone drives in he'll point at a a parking space even though the job doesn't need to be there but it's a pride thing because it's very dishonourable or embarrassing to be unemployed but he'll do that like seriously he'll stand there for eight hours a day that's that's kind of quite a service led kind of culture I think so yeah but they they like to please I mean well you have just pride pride in what you do do you know what I mean like like even you go to 7-Eleven and someone's just packing your shopping bag. They yeah. do it right with... See, in Carshawson, there is a Sainsbury's and a co-op right next door to each other. And uh, you go into a Sainsbury's and they're all really nice in there and they pack your bag for you. And I'm quite happy to help them or whatever, but they'll do it all for you. And then you go into the co-op next door and there's always really long queues and everyone looks really miserable. And the, the cashier will just beep your stuff through and then just leave it on the side and give you the bag. And you're just like... I don't mind if someone said to me, do you mind helping me or pack your own bag sort of thing? But it's just yeah. that they leave it all there. And everyone's really sad in there and queuing up. And it's it's not quite a, a difference from one shop to another, isn't yeah. it? That's interesting. You mm. can nearly do a little documentary. Or co-ops. Queue-ups. Mm. That's mm. what my mum calls them. Queue-ups. Queue-ups. It's the co-op in Stratham Hill was quite good for that, actually. It was quite a pleasurable shopping experience. Compared, yeah. to, go there. compared yeah. to the Painsbury's. 
across mm. the road. Mm. <laughs> it's not controversial in Switzerland. Yeah, nice. yeah, as opposed to the Lamesburys down in mm. uh, Tooting Brook. Right? <laughs> See, yeah, t- totally, like, kind of, well, only because you're, you're talking about supermarkets. But Tesco lost, like, 50% of their profits or something. Well, the their, their, their share price dropped 92% or something like that. Maybe it's not their share price, I can't. Think, but there was a 92% loss in something and they misquoted their, their yeah. earnings by 250 million. million. Mm. Yeah. Which is pretty severe, yeah. really. So, Tesco's. Are we about to see Tesco's yeah. go? Lofty buys his best clothes. Do you remember that song? Yeah, yeah. it's great. <laughs> that's why I love the fact that you, are, you live on a road. That see, I've like, always been a Sainsbury's person myself. Yeah, I love yeah. Yeah. Sainsbury's. Yeah. Get my negatives. No, it wasn't 92%. You were close, though. Tesco shares closed the day 6.5% down after the firm <laughs> announced that its profits have been overstated by 263 million. What was the 92% loss then? There was oh. something else. So, oh, they, no, that's it. No, they showed underlying profits slumped to 783 million. Slow down. Down almost 47% on the previous year. It's all not that close. I think it's just because there's Aldi and Lidl and they're like um, serious, serious competition. Do you think? Because Aldi and Lidl have been around for a long time. No, right? but I think people are starting to take notice of them. People are starting to shop there. Do you think Whereas you... before, people would shop there and not tell anyone. <clears throat> now people are shopping there and telling everyone. Did you? <laughs> what, shamefully not? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you think it's also been maybe because Tesco have sort of gone into other areas like making tablets and... Because it's a Tesco huddle, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Tablet. Though, don't they? yeah but they just sold... They sell them, but they oh. don't make their own. Tesco's actually right. have their own one. But they did have Blinkbox, right? And they just sold that. Yeah, and they, they have, they're doing all this other stuff and like online shopping mm. and, you know, all the Tesco super stores you can... Mind you, as do you can buy clothes and stuff and you can in Sainsbury's as mm. well. I, I think Tesco's the best best supermarket. You reckon? Yeah, shop at Tesco's, yeah. Oh, it's interesting that we're now talking about supermarkets. See, for, for, yeah. for, 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 a deal, anyway. for a deal, I do like a bit of Asda. <laughs> We're so cool. Moving on. <laughs> that was your financial and <laughs> consumer section from ground level. Oh, maybe so, helps. so, so, Brownie. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Well, you've got to be good to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Um, what's on your mind? What's on my mind? Um, noisy eaters and drinkers. So I know this is <laughs> exactly. Oh my god! There's somebody I know who every time this person takes a sip of their drink, slurps it from start to finish. It's not you. Are we allowed someone. to know who it is? No. From Can you start change to the name to protect finish. the innocent? No. <laughs> Just in case they did this in. That was no, on the, that was on the tip of your lips then. <laughs> I saw you. You, uh, you don't know this person. It's a lie. No, you really don't. Okay. All right. But yeah, from start Can to Can you just finish. change the first and second name? Like Tim Groundwood. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, start to finish. Um, slurp, slurp, slurp. And I, it just makes me clench my fists. And I know that I'm like, I, I don't like to hear myself eating. So if I'm about to sit down and have dinner... Even when I lived with Miriam, we couldn't start eating until we had music or the telly or something on in the background. And I'll do it with Jim now. If we sit down for dinner, no one is allowed to have one mouthful until there is music on or something in the background because it mm. just drives me bonkers. Do you think everyone is a noisy eater? Uh, n- no. I think... Like, sorry, I know I'm a noisy eater because most things really? I eat are raw. So I, it's the whole crunch thing. But crunching, to me, is like a nice, clean yeah. crunch sound. Yeah. I'm talking about squelchy... <laughs> Well, like, chewy, yeah. It's just, but it could just be like a natural chewy noise, and I'll, that's all I can hear, and it just drives me mad. My sister, she won't mind me saying that, but my sister's got this thing when she eats her jaw clicks. My brother-in-law. And I can like, I, 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 there was a while, there was quite a time where I couldn't tune out of it, mm. and all I could hear was click, <clears> click every that's time it. she ate. I like, think it's oh, me. Oh, I can't you, tune you, out. You never want to be around me when I'm eating chicken. Oh, I really? can strip a strip a chicken carcass. <laughs> Down to the bone, so it looks like it's been in the desert for a month. Like, oh, I'll, get every, I'll get every bit of meat off that. Oh, you know, we, when we were living at the old place with uh, Shane and Bernice, and we'd have a roast chicken dinner, and it got to the point where they'd have like legs, thigh, breast, and whatever, and I'd just have the carcass. 
you know, all the bony bits, because I just love chicken on the bone. I love stripping it off and yeah. gnawing it and sucking the marrow bone out and getting in there. <laughs> lovely, lovely. That's, that's my favourite yeah. bit. Oh, definitely. I understand why it would be nice, but I just can't. Con- hear well, it. conversely to what I just said, though, see, I was raised. My dad was a was a table manners disciplinarian, mm. right? We had to present, I had to present my fingernails before we had Sunday dinner to make sure they were clean. Yeah. You were not allowed to put your elbows on the table. Yeah. When you're finished eating, your knife and fork must be together. They can't be yeah. to the yeah. side. Yeah. You Like the, the cutlery had to be on the right side of the yeah. things, you know, et cetera. You were, the only thing you were ever allowed to eat with your fingers would be asparagus, if, as if we ever had it, or chicken, everything else. There's the right utensil for the mm. right job. You know, but he was like a head chef at the Dorchester Hotel, so obviously oh, he was. Yeah, he obviously he was. You know, in that level. Yeah, of I kind of agree with all like of that. that. Yeah, me too. Fingernails are a little bit over the top. I thought they were a bit over the top as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but he'd like make sure like he'd send me back. This would be okay, but he'd send me back to clean my fingernails yeah. and stuff. That would the be thing okay, is, that would be okay too. Too yeah. The thing is, you see yours. No, you're fine. Thanks. Um, oh, those the, witches' fingers. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing is, what I, I didn't realise how much this had rubbed off on me growing up. In, so I get irritated when people do all that yeah. sort of yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah that's right. Though. I remember being told at quite an early age by one of my it was my mum's friend's husband who ran like a chain of hotels, and I I was only about seven or eight, and I was eating a bit weird with my knives and forks, and he. And he gave me like a, a massive telling off, going, no, this is how you hold a knife, this is how you hold a fork. Yeah. And ever since then, I've been the same. So, that, I think, does, I, Do you hear yeah. him echoing in your yeah, head? Yeah. Every time a subject like that comes up, I always remember him telling me. Because don't you think as well, because everyone pretty much sits at their desks and has lunch. I think yeah. I've always had lunch at my desk. and um, I never have lunch at my desk. But And I know of people that when they are eating a sandwich, for instance, and you're concentrating on looking at Facebook or whatever you're doing at the same time, who breathe in using their noses, which is fine, but really loudly because you sort of forget and it's not a conscious thing and are really breathing while eating. That, uh, I can't yeah. tune out of it. It's just there. Mm. Wow. I think it might be my issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe just think? a little, yeah, yeah, just a little. Mm. I, what about, does it irritate you that, for instance, I, some people are irritated by the fact that I never take the spoon out of my cup while I'm drinking? That's an OCD thing though, right? What? That I don't take. No, I don't do it deliberately. I no, just but I'm just saying I, I for just someone who, for someone who doesn't for someone who thinks you should take your yeah. spoon out of your cup is probably. Well, I've become accustomed to, to drinking like that, almost like I've got more cup control. Why would you, I don't understand why you would leave the spoon in there because it would just hit you on the nose. Well, no, not if I do that. You see, I got. Then that takes more effort. I, I don't. I don't know. Talking why. about the OCD thing. Some, 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 somebody there she is. Somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. Get the spoon out. Somebody did point out to me that leaving the spoon in the cup makes the tea go colder faster because it acts as a uh, heat sink. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. But it, it doesn't actually bother me. Uh, yeah, it does. That's bothering me now. What so. is on your <laughs> mind? Well, well, I was going to say, oh. I'll get to that in a minute, but what you just said about eating lunch at your desk. Oh, yeah. See, I never eat lunch at my desk. I pretty much always do. Uh, because I believe that everybody should get away from their computers yeah. and get away from work for yeah. lunch. And I've almost become a bit militant about it at work. I kind of get annoyed with my work colleagues when they do it because it doesn't make the rest of us look bad, but they're doing themselves an injustice. You should clear your mind, do, go for a walk, get some fresh air, mm. or at least go and sit somewhere else in the building, talk to some other people, mm. do you know what I mean? And not just be a slave to, not so much to the machine, but a slave to your employer. Yeah, really. I think I work in a really small office and there is one tiny breakout area which is in the kitchen, which is a very small kitchen. And so if you choose to have your lunch there, you're sitting there on your own and then people are coming and going the whole time. So you don't you don't get the sort of lunchtime peace and quiet. So I eat my lunch at my desk and then I might go out for a walk or just get away from my desk for right. a bit. Tipping. What, fly, fly tipping? No. <laughs> yeah. Tipping's on my mind at restaurants. Okay. Service charges. How do you feel about service charges wrapped into the bill? Because they always are now. No, they're not always. Not for not for me. Uh, I'd say 50%. If you if it's wrapped into the bill, do you ever get it taken off? Depends. Because it is optional. Uh, That's only yeah. Just... I think if, uh, if, if the service was poor... 
I would, yeah, I would. I'll so, for instance, off. you said you went to Five Guys yesterday. Was there service charge on the bill? No. I bet there was. What is Five no, Guys? No. Five Guys is a burger place. I went there today. Can oh, is that right? Okay. Yeah, no, it's all kind of pretty much you just order and go and collect it. There was no service on it. No. Because I, I noticed recently that um, because a lot of people pay by cards now, mm. um, I guess that's the reason why, because nobody yeah. ever leaves a tip anymore. Mm. And we were just, I just was at, up at that cattle grid by Balham Station, the steak place. Um, I had a steak and eggs for breakfast to cure my hunger this yeah. morning. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we sort of paid the bill and stuff. And then we realized there was no service charge on it. So myself and Shane scrambled about to find money yeah. to, to, to pay them. And I don't know. I don't know how I feel about service charge always being on the bill. I think if it's, I think it, I'll always look at the bill. If it's there, great. That's the tip. If, if it's been a good service, um, unless it's a ridiculous amount that they've just made up, then I might query it. If it was a bad, bad service then I would take it off. See, my, my concern is, what does a service charge represent exactly? Does that mean that the prices on the menu are only for the food and you're not covered for anything else? Is that the implication of the service charge? No, it's, gonna... like a, it's like an inbuilt tip, right? Who does it go to, though? So say if you're serving me and you're brilliant, but you, Dennis, are serving someone else and they're rubbish... Does, do all the waiters and waitresses get a share of... Yeah, but not, well, they're supposed to. Mm. They're well, I've supposed been, to. I've been to quite a few restaurants recently where they don't. They only accept what the bill is on if you're paying by card. So say you had like 20 quid's worth of food and you wanted to leave a tip, you wouldn't be able to give £25 on a card. You, the, the tip has to be in cash. Mm. Right. You can pay on your card for the rest, but the tip has to be in cash. And we've got caught a, a couple of times recently where... We couldn't give a tip when we really wanted to because we didn't have any change on us. That's interesting. Yeah. I wonder why that is. Is it, I mean, are service charge and tips taxable? No, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's how they are processed. Hmm. Maybe because a cash thing, a cash thing isn't on the, well, unless there's the 12.5% service charge. But if there isn't and you're tipping, and I would normally tip about the same kind of value. I would give that in cash, and nine times out of ten, I would imagine that would go, it would stay outside of the till to be split between the waiters and waitresses. Yeah, so I don't know anyone who currently works in the food service industry in that capacity. One of the things my dad, who, like I said, was a chef, he always used to grumble, and obviously this is back in the 70s and 80s, that um, the waiters would get all the tips and none mm. of it ever made it to yeah. the kitchen, yeah. which is one of the benefits of having it in a service Well, I think charge. that happens. Like I remember Dale saying when he worked in that, kind of quite posh bar in Chelsea that the waitresses would they would uh, clients would tip tip the waitresses and the waitresses would keep all of that and it wouldn't come back to the back of the you know the bar staff behind the pumps or whatever mm. so yeah let's say there's no service charge on on thing and you decide you're going to give a tip mm. what is that based on is that based on the quality of the meal you had or the actual service Both. that you've got from the ex- the... I'd say the experience yeah yeah so, so then that it should... includes the food and how that waitress or waitress is. Yeah. And what are the kind of things that would make you not give a tip? If the food was crap. Right. Or, or bad if the service. service was bad. Yeah. So you're left waiting for ages yeah. and ages and yeah. no explanations or people will I always tip my hairdresser and because he deserves a medal, but um and I didn't have any cash today on me and if I I can't tip on the card because it just goes generally across to all the hairdressers and I don't know any of the others apart from Ray. So and I didn't give him a tip today. And I felt really bad about that. So I'll mm. double up on the tip next time. Well, see, this yeah. goes back to what you were originally saying about people doing their job properly. Should people be tipped? I'm not talking about your hairdresser here, but for instance, there was a time where it was habitual to tip a cab driver. And then you wonder, but they're just doing their job. Why mm. should they get a tip? But what I've noticed yeah. recently is because all the cab services have GPS and you know in-car guidance systems and all the rest of it and a lot of them are metered on those especially companies like greyhound and stuff they don't even ask you they just give you an exact amount yeah they're like six pound 52 yeah and then you give it to them they just drive off whereas once upon a time there was this sort of you got a feeling that the cab driver was sort of like yeah yeah but that seems to have gone away completely it doesn't it happens in berkhamstead exactly as you just explained it what? I think it must be out in the sticks kind of thing what would they expect the yeah tip? yeah yeah I got a, I had to get a cab from the train station to home the other day and it was like six pound six pound forty something or six pound thirty something and he was like he was he was struggling to find the exact change and he had to give me four quid yeah and you yeah, could yeah. see that he was like oh god damn that <laughs> <laughs> I could have got myself from weird bars <laughs> was, was he American oh <laughs> <laughs> 
So I, mean, I did. I sort of. I did have a big row with a friend of mine in Germany once because I didn't leave a, leave, a, leave a tip for the, mm. for the taxi driver, and I was like, well, "Why? Why should I?" He's just done his job. He's picked me up in the street, taken me where I want to go, and I've paid him yeah. quite a lot of money. When you think about I got it, good, I've got a quick good story about um, about tipping. When my uh, when my mum's dad died, my grandpa died. We were all in the uh, like the funeral kind of convoy, or in the hearses, or whatever. And we got to the crematorium, and my grand said to my mum, "Should I tip the driver?" Ah, that's a good one. Aww. I like that. That was nice. Yeah, that was quite funny. Did you? <laughs> no, I think I think my mum got it. No, the service was horrible. <laughs> what else do you tip for? You tip, tip. So you tip a waiter or waitress. You tip a hairdresser. What about Christmas tips and bonuses, like the binmen? Do you remember there was a time oh, yeah. where the binmen they would knock at your door, don't they? Yeah, and I never really understood that. Why? Why do you get a Christmas bonus? Yeah. For doing your job, when well, should everybody get a Christmas from from the customer? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Surely. Do the post? Do you mm. give the postman something? The milkman? When I was a, when I was a kid doing newspaper round, I had like one of the best rounds that was like where like all the super posh people lived. And at Christmas time, you used to get good tips, like nearly 150 quid in a week. Wow. Really? And and it was so competitive getting that particular round for the whole of the year that people would try and give you money to try and get onto that round. I, I also did a paper round in a bit of a posh area. It was the yeah. same thing. You'd get really good tips. That was years ago, time. 150 yeah. quid. That was like, yeah. you know, We used to go, we used to go carol singing. <laughs> we used to go carol singing in Hampstead. Just, oh, nice. just just with the intent of, of making, making money. Of money and we never said anything like well, we're collecting for charity or anything we'd just go yeah. and rock up to people's front doors yeah. sing yeah. press the bell they'd come out give us money and we'd yeah. Yeah. hello Lord Sugar yeah. 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 we did we did we did uh, we, the only famous person we ever who's ever house we uh, can at say was uh, John Inman Oh, yeah. <laughs> we had something that was in uh, Made of Ale. We knocked on his door and he, and he, and he opened the door and said, He's like, All right, I'll twist the pillow and clear it off. And we split, we split the money between us. It just depends how across the ground level you are. Am I allowed to ask if you're feeling festive? Can we talk yeah, about Christmas yet? Yeah, yeah. Oh, what? It's, October. it's a bit late for you, Brownie, no, surely. I know, I know. See, Christmas I, is I, almost upon us. I, I kind of feel like I've been earmarked as the Grinch this year a little bit. Oh, why? Well, because Casey like loves Christmas, and I and I do like it. Mm. I, yeah, but it's the kind of like the build up to it, and I would just wish sorry. It was, was that like, your stomach? Yeah, I think it might have been. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, is that Five Guys? I think um, the build up to it is just seems to get like longer and longer and longer and it starts earlier and earlier and earlier mm. it does uh, and like Katie's like really trying to convince me to love Christmas and to kind of like get on board with it and I do like it I do really like it but it's October it's October man at least yeah, but you know you can start here we go but I, think, I think it's fine once Halloween is passed at least get the first get Halloween out of the way mm. and then you're clear happens, though, and that's what that's what annoys me about all of it is like you know, one thing's over and then the next thing yeah. begins. And it's yeah, but like, Halloween's not a big deal here. It's, that's a real American thing. It's becoming a big deal. It's becoming it? a big deal. Hands, hands up, who at this table's going to a Halloween party? Oh, right, there you go. <laughs> Spooky! <Yeah. laughs> um, so Dougie's birthday's on the 13th of November. Yeah. So for the last... Basically, Christmas starts then. So we get all the lights down from the loft and we decorate our house with all the Christmas lights. The only thing missing is the tree. And then there's no point taking it down. So they just stay up from the 13th oh, of November. I do. Yeah, Kate, Katie's got a permanent Christmas decoration yeah. in the kitchen. She's That's just, this little, mini, just this little I, mini Santa. And, thing is bad luck. and I remember when she started at this new school, <laughs> she had to do like a kind of box to say like who she was and stuff. And um, she put the Christmas thing inside that box and then forgotten that it was in the box. And about two months later, she's like, where's, where is it? Where's the, where's the little Christmas thing? And I, and I felt so guilty. I felt like I'd kind of sleepwalked in the middle of the night and come down <laughs> and taken it away. No, it's in your box. <laughs> hmm. See, I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to America for a holiday in a couple of weeks. And I'll be back on like the 23rd of November, uh, which is around about American US uh, Thanksgiving, which is mm. traditionally in America, it, you know, Christmas doesn't start till Thanksgiving is over, mm. but it's like the next day, it's Christmas for right. a month, basically. Which is fair enough, because it is about a month between the two, mm. so it works out with the Advent and stuff. So when I get back here, hopefully, it will feel... I'll, I'll have actually have a separation, because I know that the two weeks I'm going to be in the States, it won't be Christmas there. Yeah. 
And then when I come back, it'll probably be full on Christmas here. Yeah. So that always feels a little bit better to me. I won't feel like it's been overdone. Saying, saying that, though, I remember I was in Germany at the end of November, beginning of December, about four or five years ago in Munich. And they had like uh, Christmas Christmas festivals, Christmas markets. Yes. Mm. And I did feel really, that's, that's probably the first time earlier than about the 20th of December, that I felt really Christmassy. You're not really getting to Christmas until then, then? 20th of December? Not really. No. We used to go out to dressed as Father Christmas and an elf, but that was way before Christmas. You yeah. loved it, or was that, well, was that a lie? Well, he just likes dressing up. I just yeah, like dressing true. up, yeah. 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 So, uh, what are you, so for the Halloween, what are your costumes going to be? Oh, oh, I am Nurse of Death. It's a costume that I wore about eight. Shouldn't Lisa be Nurse of Death? Uh, that's her actual job. Yeah, it's a costume that I wore about eight years ago, so I'm not entirely sure. What was that lofty? Maybe mm. <laughs> I'm. If it's going to fit. But uh, yeah, I've got loads of fake blood and some fangs and face paint and yeah. And what are you going to go with? Uh, oh, I'm, go going, I'm going as Frankenstein. And I had a real problem with his latex mask, so I had to buy... It looks so stupid. Had to buy another mask. Have you sent the original mask back? <laughs> oh, that's horrible. And you said the first one was claustrophobic. Can I use that as the picture for this month's podcast? Yeah. I'll show you the one that I did buy. Okay, so that's hopefully the one, that's you're, the one that you're, I did buy. you're looking at the face of uh, Lofty in his, yeah. in his Halloween costume. Oh, yeah. So you're sending that one back? No, because you cut it to shreds already to try and make some more room. It looks for so a massive like head. Full of brain. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> wow. It just depends how across the ground level you are. It just depends how. Is it nice to have your foot back, Lofty? It is really nice. It's, I'd say, it's about eighty percent. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's it. It, it sometimes it's fine all day, and mm. then other times it just swells up at the end of the day. Mm. I've got like I'm just, I've been to the physio like three times now, so I'm doing that probably I think it's every other week at the moment now. Um, yeah. when, when will you be able to, to do sack races again? Yeah, well I don't know really. Well, like I, I, I had to run the other day for <laughs> had to run. I don't really do a lot of running, but I did had to I had to run for a bus the other day, and did it he didn't, it didn't did he wait feel, for you? It didn't feel right. Mm. Did he wait? Huh? Bus driver. He waited till I got to the door and then he went. Eh, fuck yeah. <laughs> no. um, but yeah, that didn't feel. Did you like overstate a limp to make him feel bad and make him wait? You should. No, no. You should like yeah. just deliberately hold. No, because he would have definitely left then if I was ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I wait for you. Have you been learning cycling, or can you not do that? No, for because a while? that's that movement that yeah. is the the worst movement for clipping and clipping uh, clipping out the pedals. Mm. But that's the goal with the physio is that I should be able to do that. Hopefully, maybe by the end of the year. Yeah. 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 And Dennis, how was your birthday? I didn't even know it was your birthday. My birthday was relatively quiet. As, as I've said before, I deliberately took my birthday off Facebook. Right. Um, so that I don't get the uh, fake stream of, not fake stream of birthday wishes. It's not quite right. I don't know. I just feel there's something a little bit fake when someone who hasn't spoken to you for a year wishes you a happy birthday. Oh, I know it's not, not I know it's not meant that way. I know I, don't, I know it's not meant that way. That's a bit cynical. It, 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 is, a bit, it is a bit cynical, but it just kind of... Something about it just kind of irritates me a little bit. Um, so no, but it was good actually. Yeah. Um, we went to comedy to, to the comedy store mm. in the West End, which was is always good fun. Stand nice. up comedy, yeah. It was it was a good night out, nice. and you know had a few well, meals out and stuff. And well, very thank good. you very much. Yeah, very much. You're twenty one again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was quite good. Well, you know, when you get to my old age, well, knocking on the door of fifty. Uh, to be fair, I kind of am. You're not. Fu- you're not. Fu- I'm forty five. Oh, okay. you're way off 50. Yeah, way off. Yeah, well, it seems like only last week that I was having my 40th birthday party what at the Dog Star. What did you do for your 40th? Oh, yeah, at the Dog Star. At the Dog Star. Yeah. So, you know, that does... That was good, that party. Yeah, it doesn't seem that long. That's where I was drinking last night, by the way. Dog Star. How are you feeling? Dog Star. Tell us about your um, hunger this morning. Oh, so, yeah, this morning, I just I went out to buy that sewing machine over there. As you do. As you do. Um, um, and uh, <laughs> I just suddenly had a desire to eat hamburgers. Yeah. Just really. Was that? This was about ten thirty this morning. This is a hangover crave. I, it must be because I never, I never want to eat hamburgers. Mm. So in the end, it just so coincidentally, Shane had finished at the gym, 
we had a quick conversation. Oh, and we went, to celebrate. And we, yeah. We, oh, we, we like, yeah, so yeah, basically we went to Cattle, cattle Grin. Is that a, good in there? I've never been It's there. all right. It's a, probably a little bit tiny. Not overpriced. The portion could be a little bit bigger, but it is good. It was a good mm. good food we had. I had steak, egg, and some chips. Mm. I mean, the nice. steak, egg, and chips for, for breakfast, which was at like 8 95 or something. That's okay. That's all right. Yeah. So uh, I have been sampling. I've been eating out a lot recently. Because, uh, well, you're working in Brixton Village, mm. it's quite, uh, there's a lot of stuff there. But the it's larger all, Brixton. It's all oh, a bit overpriced. A 30 day challenge? Uh, I am doing a 30 day challenge this month. What is it? It is to learn and study something every day for a month. Okay. And I have but to say. How can you only give a day's? Well, learn something new. So I'll do like an hour's worth of tutorial or working through some kind of. Like, can it be the same thing? thing? Oh, it could be the same subject, do you know what I mean? But okay. you go, to be. I, I absolutely atrocious challenge this one I have, I've hardly had any time the first few Sorry. days I, you know I went out of my way to learn some new programming stuff and some stuff for work and mm. I thought you know I'd be able to even if it was just to spend say like half an hour learning about a historical figure mm. or something some bit mm. of history on Wikipedia or something like that but I just haven't had the time you know what you should do you should learn how to say a certain sentence in a different language every day for a month do you know what? We did that once when we were younger and the sentence was what, who, sausages. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what, who, sausages? Why? And somewhere I have a list what, who, of what, sausages? yeah, as, as an exclamation of surprise. You know, you say something weird like, what, who, sausages? <laughs> right? <laughs> that is ridiculous. And, uh, uh, si, ki, kobasi. That would be... Uh, Oh, what language is that? Like Turkish or something? Yeah. Um, so we got this list of. Uh, was this of... during DSI days? It was choice? actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do have a list of, of yeah. those, which I maybe I'll bring them to the table yeah. next uh, next round level. Mm. So uh, now is probably a good time for us to do the second instalment in our new regular feature: a question of conscience. Mm. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. A friend of yours' birthday anniversary leaving do, you bought them a card and you've decided that as a like a little extra treat in the card, you're gonna buy them a lottery ticket. Oh right? yeah. But you fail to give it to them. You check the ticket and yeah. it's one. Right. Do you give them the winnings? This is a question. How much is the winning? <laughs> wow, well, 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 well. Does, is, does, is that what it's based on? Yes. No. <laughs> yeah. So let's say it's yes, like it a small amount, fifty quid. No. What? Why? Then it's only going to be £25 each. Might as well. Well, you've split it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, <laughs> so, if it was a very large sum, like a million. Yeah, I'd share it, yeah. You would? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Yeah. So, you wouldn't share You wouldn't share £50, which would probably get no. you Sunday lunch and a few beers and whatever. No. But you would share a million. Yeah. See, I think I would What's do... What's the difference? I, I'd be the other way around. I'll be honest, I think if I won a million pounds, I'd be together and shit. But if that's 50 quid, I'd be like, ah, I bought you a lot, I'll just put the 50 quid in the card and give it to them with the ticket. Take them out for dinner? Yeah. Or something. That's what I reckon. I still would stick the other way around. So, but I'm not saying that I would give them fifty percent of it. The subject came up when we said <laughs> Maybe 50 quid. the subject came up because my mum always like whenever it's anyone's birthday or anything, she always puts lottery tickets in the card. Yeah. And we sent a card to my sister. This was a couple of months ago for her birthday. And I said to my mum, "Did you write down the numbers <laughs> before you put in the card?" She went, "No." I'm like, "We're never, we're never going to know. She's won." So you know, what if she doesn't collect the ticket? What if she wins and she doesn't tell us? She doesn't <laughs> Is it Euro millions? I think it was probably Euro Millions and um, what's the other one? Thunderball. Okay. Yeah, so. See, at work, I do birthday cards for all the staff, and within the birthday cards, mm. you get them a lottery ticket for that Saturday. And uh, one of our guys recently, he um, he wasn't around or he couldn't pick it up for a couple of weeks. So, and I had the tickets sitting in the drawer while every, while the card was going around being signed. So I checked the numbers to see if he had one. And at the time, I was thinking, if he has one, like I could just go and get another ticket, and he'd never know. I would never do that, by the way, ever. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, it was an interesting <laughs> no, scenario to be in. 
that, that is really that, that is really uh wow yeah would you feel like really guilty would, would, would you would you have oh, to look them guilt, in the eye guilt them into giving me some of it so can we turn this around a little bit like what would you do if you did win say that euro millions jackpot which ah, I, unfortunately get... i won yesterday oh. Uh, it was 150 million pounds yesterday. It rolled over like five times. Right. If you'd won that, mm-hmm. and someone would had you give... have, would you have? How much of it would you have given away? So what? What, what do you mean? And if I'd won it and someone had given me the ticket in a card? No, no, no. If you you had the ticket and you won it, would you give much of that money away yeah. to friends and family? How do you? Do, how would you even decide? Uh, well, I'd go on holiday on a massive yacht and I'd lay there for a month and write a list out of who deserves what. I would, how would I do that? I, I'd give some, I don't think I'd give anything away to friends uh, without, I wouldn't just give people money. <laughs> you you interview would, them. Basically, yeah. They'd have to. That's like Lord Sugar. Let's say for, let's say, oh yeah, it'd be yes. like, let's say for instance, you'd always wanted to open a dog grooming parlour. Of course. Right? You know I, would, I would fund that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that'll be providing you were going to open the dog room yeah. for a little bit. And if you were going to become like some kind of aerial drone based cameraman mm. and needed whatever, I would probably fund that too. Hold on. Hold on. What does that say about our characters? Because you already do kind of do that. I don't groom dogs. Why do you think <laughs> <laughs> you were like to open a dog room? I, I don't, I, I don't. Okay. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> You look like a dog grooming kind of person. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. So yeah, I would I, I would give money away, but it'd have to be you know invested for them. Yeah, because yeah. I wouldn't want to just give someone money and then they just went and go and like pissed up the wall having a good time, mm. which I think yeah. all my friends are very capable yeah. of doing. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because otherwise, then I'll just piss it up the wall and invite everybody. I think I probably would have a mental party yeah. somewhere in the world and I invite and pay for everyone yeah. to go yeah. there. Yeah. Um, I've yeah. dreamt about this yeah. all the time. Yeah, but I'd then, love to do that. But yeah. you see, then, I, then you get into the sticky problem. I, I really spent a lot of time thinking about this once. Um, but would I invite everybody I know? Because I don't think everyone I know would be incompatible. Would be compatible with each other. Yeah, you'd other. have to have lots yeah. of different pockets of parties. It's, it's the yeah. stress of, I mean, as you both know, of, 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 of organising a wedding. Do you invite everyone? If you could invite everybody, that's a good question. If you could invite everybody, would you invite everybody to your wedding? No. And what would be the basis for not? Would it be compatibility between certain groups of no. people? No, for me, for us, it was we had the opportunity to invite family and aunts and uncles that we never see, and we were paying for our wedding and or invite those friends. Yeah, but the money's out of the question, us. though, right? Let's say money was out of the question. Yeah, and no, I, th- I still think you, we set a budget to. Uh, and we had to work hard to, to achieve it, but we just wanted the people that really mattered to us and were our closest friends and family. We didn't want people there that we just didn't really know. Like, for instance, I went to a wedding recently and the groom had no idea who I was or who Jim was. It was only because I knew the bride and he would not have even really known that we were at his wedding. And I just think that's quite yeah strange. Like, I, we knew everyone that was at our wedding. Were you there yeah. for the evening bit? The if there was a, oh, See, that is a bit odd, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, there is, I, apart from a couple of people in Katie's family, I think Katie knows or has met any every person that's on my list of people that come in, apart from quite extended family members yeah. that she hasn't met. Right. But yeah, I think she knows everybody. I suppose, I mean, I suppose when it, if those people that you don't know are extended family members, that's kind of understandable because yeah. mm. you couldn't possibly have met But I everyone. suppose though, if you've got like a million pounds or something ridiculous, then what would the harm be? I don't oh, know. But then also... Would you really spend a million pounds on a wedding? No, but I'm just being. No, like, I'm just saying. Was no would you? Well, yeah. some people would. Yeah. It depends. If you've got it, you would look at it differently. Now, yeah. Only because I heard this on the radio. I don't stalk this woman or like keep up with these shitty things. But Katy Perry is 30 this week or something. Oh, happy birthday, Casey. And and um, she spent 30 million pounds <gasps> on having f- a few different parties all over the place, and then at the last minute has cancelled all of it. Oh, why? So she, she, I don't know. Mm. It was on heart. Well, how does she heart? even? How does she even have that much money to spend? Could have been, could have been magic. How does she even have that much money to spend? What to waste? I mean, how can you have that much money to waste? She, I reckon she's got a couple more quid than that. Yeah. Yeah, but 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 to just waste? Yeah, I know it's ridiculous. Isn't it? That's like buying a ticket for something and not going. Huh. I can't afford to do that. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Can you afford to buy a Glastonbury ticket and not go? 
Who's, who's bought Glastonbury ticket? Have you got a ticket? No, I didn't manage to get any. Did you bother? No. no I helped a couple of people get them. Right, okay. I didn't get them. No. Yeah. So let's say you, you won the lottery then and, and it was your mate who gave you a lottery ticket. Yeah. Would you share it with them? Yeah. Evenly? Yeah. Would you? <laughs> I don't believe you. No, no, hold on. Not, not, if it was a million, I'm not going to go like 500 each. Probably not. But you, okay, but you, so you'd buy a lottery ticket for me for my mm. birthday. Yes. And you forget to put it into my card. But the intention was there. So I would have had that entire ticket to myself. And I would say, as the recipient of that ticket, bloody hell, Lottie, that's amazing. I tell you what, we'll share it. But you're telling me that if, it was, if you forgot to put the ticket in, you go, yeah, love, have a nifty and be on your way. <laughs> no, I understand now. Depends how I'll put this into my speech at your wedding. Depends how much it was. Okay. Yeah. See, I, that's interesting that it depends. It's a sliding scale. What if it was a very... I mean, I guess if it's a huge amount of money, mm. I mean, would it become... Let's say it was 200 million, would it still be half or would it be 10%? Well, it's basically... It wouldn't have been half then. <laughs> it wouldn't be. Why? So the bigger the amount, the smaller the percentage. <laughs> yeah. So there's a cap. It's like an oyster card. Yeah, like 50 quid, you get nothing. <laughs> right. 200 million, you get two more. Three more. Wow. Even though if I had that... So if I had that ticket and received that ticket... <laughs> Then you'd be happy with that, would you? If I got two hundred million pounds, yeah, and I said, yeah, I'll have a million, yeah, million quid's a lot of money. I can't afford that. Can't afford to give you a million out of my two hundred. Well, I know. I see now. I see. Five hundred thousand. I see that friendships about. See, that's like the whole thing about um, was it alimony or paying half of what you've got. If you've got ten million pounds mm. and your divorced partner wants half, five million. If you only got a thousand pounds and your divorce partner gets half of what you've got, well, five hundred quid's a lot of money to you, isn't it? Yeah, but you live by your means, so suck it up and don't get divorced, <laughs> basically. Right. So, hmm. Well, that's quite that's quite interesting. Well, like I said, personally, I have to be honest. I probably would keep the money for myself. And See? Uh, <laughs> it's not as bad as me. I'd give some of it away. The smaller, the smaller amount, the smaller amount. Because it, it wasn't meant to be. If I, I forgot to put the ticket in the card, it was clearly not meant to be. Yeah, it was a... Destiny stopped me from putting the ticket in the card. Uh, yeah. I, I probably, for the rest of their life, they'd wonder why I kept getting them really good birthday presents. Yeah. <laughs> like, really? Yeah, this... well, well, I remember when we were at the BBC and there was a, what's his, what's his name, Pete. Anyway, he, he used to do the lottery, national lottery for like all of us. And like, there was this running joke that he'd won some because he got his kitchen done one week. <laughs> we were like, "Come on, you're supposed to be giving us some money here. What were the what were the numbers? What were the numbers?" And like, yeah, he, yeah, he got his kitchen. Oh, done. was it like a what do they call it, a syndicate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm still in the syndicate from the BBC. From do you know like your numbers? Four or five years ago. No, it's lucky dip every time. How do you oh, know? That's, if, that's hard. How, I mean, not hard, but that's no. um, how can you trust that person? Well, if it's lucky dip. Yeah, I trust her. She sends round she sends round the link to what the tickets are every week. Oh yeah. Whenever they're whenever it's only on rollovers. Have okay. you ever won anything ever from that syndicate in five years? Uh, yeah. Not a lot of money. But How much yeah. would you say? I think the most we've won is probably like about twenty something quid. What each or split no. between you? Split between about <laughs> seventeen people. Seventeen. Can you imagine that? Because you know, like on the Thunderball, you you'll get a payout if you just have like two of the numbers. I don't really understand. Right? So it'll be like two pound fifty. You don't imagine understand the lottery. 50. What? And you do the lottery at work? I understand the lottery. About? I understand oh. the basic one, the one that like the, the first one that came out. But there's loads of different lotteries now. There's stars and. Thunderballs and whatever. Yeah, there's a Thunderball, there's the, the Euros. I don't, oh, it's too much. Then they've got, the extra, they've got the extra bit at the bottom where you get like your... Millionaire's your, raffle. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So, oh, Do you play the lottery, lottery every week? No, only if it's a rollover. I will. Um, no, that's actually a complete lie. Yes, I play it every week. <laughs> do you play the same numbers every week? No, I do, I do lucky dip. Do, do, you, do you, play, you, you play the same? Yeah, uh, so I have no idea what so that is. So let's have, let's have a, 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 a show and tell... How much money do you spend on a lottery every week? Uh, I do I do it on every Saturday. So, what is it, £2? £2 a play. A play, yeah. So you just have one, one set line. of numbers. <laughs> one line. Just, just a line on a Saturday evening. Yeah, one line, Saturday night. <laughs> Keep me going. Uh, okay, what about you? Uh, a little bit more than that. I do <laughs> Euro <laughs> Millions every Tuesday and Friday, every week. And I have, I think, two 
or maybe even three lines. Okay, so it's about a twelve day, a Tuesday and a Friday. So twelve per week. Yeah. Okay, so well, it's a big sending yourself well, off to GA. For, well, I do the lotto on every Wednesday and Saturday, and I have three lines each time, so I do twelve quid a week as well. Do you? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Because the problem is, once you get into doing the same numbers, <clears throat> yeah. you're yeah. you're stuck in that forever. Yeah. Yeah. And I I've got my own set of numbers. Uh, I've got my dad's numbers. I decided to carry on playing them yeah. after he died, right? And I feel like I'm locked into that forever now. I yeah. can't not play yeah, that. Yeah. And then when, when when I had my own business, me and my business partner, Eddie, we, we, when we got to a point where we were broke and we had no business, we literally had like like £10 left in our company bank account. We're like, what are we going to do? We're like, let's play the lottery. Yeah. You never know. So since then, we, we chose some numbers and I've always played those numbers too. Yeah. Oh, Interestingly, yeah. the ones which always win are my dad's numbers. How much have you won then? Have you won 20 quid, 25 quid, 50 quid occasionally, uh, which is the most I've ever had. But they're the only ones that ever come up. My numbers never come up. My mate Nathan at work, and I'm going to drop him in here, and this is going to be funny. Uh, When I used to work, when I worked at the BBC, um, he he and me used to play the lottery every now and again. And I won like, I think it was the most I'd won. I won like about 23 quid or something. Like proper, ooh, yeah. Yeah. going to pay for lunch for two days. Um, (laughs) And I was like, look, check this out. I've won 23 quid. And he went, look, check this out. I've won £4,356. <gasps> wow. I was like, you bastard. Anyway, he went home and told his wife that he'd won a grand. Oh. <laughs> oh you can't say that. <laughs> Sorry, Nate. <laughs> oh, no wonder you think the way you do. Lovely. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's really funny. Wow. But probably because he spent the other three grand on her as a surprise, yeah? Yeah, don't say that. That happened. Yes, that happened. Yeah, and I'd go on a big holiday. Mm. I think that kind of brings us to the end of our podcast. Very nice. Anything else? To... Oh, it's just very nice to see you. Yeah, it's oh, very, it's nice very nice to see you. Yeah. Sorry, I couldn't be here in person the last couple. We should of have put a little frame I'll around your, your head so yeah. you could have been virtual lofty, yeah. giving you like a voice box. Hello, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> so old. maybe next time, Dan, Dan, Dan will be yeah, back. Dan. Yeah. Oh, should we no, about actually before we go should we do a lottery syndicate no no I've already, no, already spent 12 quid no no we just we'll, we'll randomly pick some numbers right we'll say them on air right and if we win we'll share it four ways including Dan no I don't I'm not you. sharing it with him <laughs> no way no, no, no I don't, don't, and you won't you'll just say I forgot to buy the ticket yeah and I'll say we already spent like 12 quid a week but it'll all be on air Everybody will know, but then this year everyone will know we've won, and then they'll be yeah. mailing us. And so, nah, sorry, sorry, that's a, <laughs> that's a bad idea. I'm not sharing. Bad idea. Scrap that. No, scrap mm-hmm. that. All right, fine. Then uh, until next time, I think that is, uh, yeah. is goodbye from all of us. Oh, hang on, before we go, how can people get in touch with us? Uh, Ground Level Podcast on Facebook, um, at Ground Level Pod on uh, Twitter, and Ground Level Pod at gmail.com. And we promise to actually check our email. Yeah, sorry about that, John. <laughs> that, that email that we didn't read out. That's right. Okay, well, but we might read out at the beginning of the show. Okay. <laughs> okay. That might need a bit of clever editing. All right, okay. See ya. See you later. Bye. Bye. Outrageous! I don't believe it!